0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of myself and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by this podcasting platform. The following content is controversial and might be disturbing for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This call will be recorded and subject to monitoring at any time. To accept this call, press 5. To block this call and all future calls, You may begin speaking now. Have you ever heard of the term, she kissed a lot of frogs to get to her prince? I'm sure you have. Well, that was me. At 43 years old, I've had my fair share of failed relationships, situationships, meaningless connections. So about two years ago, I decided I was just going to embrace the single life and continue building my brand and creating a legacy. I never saw myself being married and definitely, definitely not to an inmate. But life is tricky, huh? Now, before we jump into the episode, we are going to get into the cocktail of the day. Today's cocktail is going to be what is becoming one of my favorite brand of champagnes, which is called View Clicker. Now, the correct spelling of this champagne is V-E-U-V-E-C-L-I-C-Q-U-O-T. And it is the champagne with the yellowish orange label on it. It is really, really good. As I said, it is becoming one of my favorite brands of champagne. So today it's really simple, guys. We just need a chilled bottle of the View Clicker and a champagne glass, and we're going to pour, sip, and enjoy. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the cocktail of the day. I hope you enjoy. So ladies, self-care is so important now more than ever. That's why when it comes to my skincare, I use Clean Rituals Complete Serum. The benefits are impressive. Clean Rituals keeps your skin smooth, reduce signs of aging, gives you that radiant look, most of all maintains healthy looking skin. I love this serum, guys, and trust me, you will too. Aging is a fact of life looking your age is not. Visit cleanrituals.com and start your healthy skin care now. That's k l e a n r i t u a l s.com. Now back to the show. Hey guys, and this is episode 20. This is part 2 of the season finale for season 2 so hello guys how are you doing out there i want to wish everyone a happy new year i hope 2023 has started off in a positive way for you guys um i know 2022 kicked a lot of people's asses including mine so i am hoping that 2023 has kicked off in a positive way um i wish everyone out there much success positivity prosperity good health um great mental headspace. I think this is going to be an amazing year. I am praying about it. I am praying for everyone out there that their 2023 um is a wonderful, wonderful year. Um like I said, 2022 was a hot ass mess. We had what two um um retrogrades going on. Um oh it was just a lot of communication issues and just It was a mess. It was a complete mess. So I am hoping, fingers crossed, legs crossed, eyes crossed, that 2023 is a much better year for everyone out there. So (laughs) the betrayal part one. I know a lot of you guys are like, what happened? What is going on? Where are they now? And this episode is going to talk about All of that, including a yearly wrap-up for Wet Lock Chronicles podcast. As of January the 9th, it made one year for Wet Lock Chronicles podcast. And I must say, I have enjoyed doing this podcast from beginning all the way up until now. It was something that I just decided I wanted to do. I decided I wanted to tell this story. Um, and I wanted to make people a part of this journey. I had no idea the impact that it was going to have. Um, and I am just really excited about it. I'm excited about where I started. I'm excited about where I am now. And I'm super excited about how I'm going to move forward in the upcoming seasons. Um, but big question, where are we now? We are actually in a good place. We are in a very, very good place. Um, We're probably at an even better place than we were before everything kind of blew up. I hate to say that because I don't want to um, romanticize that we went through something and, you know, going through something helped us get to a better place because what we went through was not a great thing. It was not a great feeling. Um, Oh my God, it wasn't. And I don't want to romanticize that, but to be 100% honest, we are definitely in a better place than we were before. I thought we were in a better place at that time um you know due to the conversations that we had um in the beginning and putting everything all out on the table but you know I have learned that a lot of times when you love someone and you get into a situation and you want to tell the truth but it has gone way beyond that point um of putting the honesty out there that you get into this place where you don't want to hurt that person's feelings and you feel like telling the truth would or you would jeopardize your relationship and things like that and that's one of those things about something about when you get into a relationship with someone that you had a friendship with everything changes the friendship is not 100% the same. I think the love and the respect is the same to a degree, but the trying to come out and tell the honest to God truth at that point, um, once you cross over into a relationship, I feel like the person on that end feels as if they're going to lose, um, lose the relationship, lose the person in the relationship. So it becomes a different sacrifice. It becomes just, just something totally totally different but we went through it we went through it um and as of right now we're we're in a good place uh we communicate a little bit better um it it was a very testing time. It was definitely a very testing time. My trust level is not 100% and he does understand that and he does respect that. Um and I am very grateful that he gives me that space to actually heal because it's not going to happen overnight. Um, what I did have to learn and what I did have to um, make a point in doing is trying to decide where I wanted to go at that point, because I knew whatever decision that I made, I had to really stand on it. And the reason why I say I had to stand on it is because I didn't want to say I forgave him and constantly kept bringing it back up. I didn't wanna say I forgave him and constantly kept dragging the issue. Um, I'm not a pain freak. I don't like to continue to relive trauma. So I had to really be real with myself and decide what I wanted to do. Did I wanna move forward wholeheartedly um, or was it just a no-go? And in this process as well, I really, really learned about love unconditional love on top of the fact of just being a real person to myself um it is very easy to say what you would do what you wouldn't do um it's very easy to judge other people's situations until you get into that situation. And what I had to realize is I had to really be real with myself and decide, you know, if this is something that I really, really, you know, wanted to do, do I really want to save my marriage? Do I really want this marriage to work? Um, Is my love strong enough? Do I still love this person to that point where I'm willing to work it out? A lot of those things were, issues that I really had to come to grips with before I moved forward. Um, the type of person that I am, when I am really like emotionally done with the person, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a relationship or whatever, when I have reached the pinnacle of being done, there's no coming back for me. So it wouldn't matter what he did, what he said, how much we tried. That part, honestly, is dead to me. And so no matter how bad I would try to make it work, it wouldn't work. And I realized when that those issues came up, I wasn't done. My heart wasn't done. I still loved him. I still wanted to move forward. And so with that decision, I also had to decide to forgive and move on. Not forget and move on, but forgive and move on. And it was a very, very hard thing to do because I struggled with it for a minute. Um, You know, for for a good little minute, when he would tell me that he loved me, I couldn't say it back. Um, not that I didn't love him. I just couldn't say it back. I would have times where, you know, I couldn't get the messages that I read out of my head. I couldn't stop thinking. I, I analyze a lot. I am a very, very critical thinker, so I couldn't really turn off certain things. So it was, excuse me, it was really, really hard. It was really, really hard for a minute. Um, But we got through it. We really did get through it. Um, We talked a lot about it. And we really tried to heal from it. And like I said, he gave me my space because I was very honest with him and told him like, listen, I'm not going to trust you for a minute. I'm not going to look at this for a minute. I'm not going to do like it was really, really hard. Um, He knew that he had totally, totally messed up and he was just kind of, trying to figure out which way I was going to figure out which way he needed to go um and like I said we we really really we really really worked through it and we really are still working through it there we do have good days and we do have bad days um the bad days will be days where um he would say certain things or something from his past might come up and my husband he's better at moving forward he's better at moving forward than me like he can actually act like nothing happened like and just be on something different I'm not like that so the bad days would be him saying something or is relatable to something that might trigger something for me and I can't move forward in that conversation because I would kind of be stuck just stuck in limbo of my thoughts of what happened before. Um, I'm not torturing him with it. I don't bring it up with him um, when that happens. I kind of, you know, talk to myself, self-counsel myself to kind of like wheel myself back in or whatever, but it's not traumatic. It's not like, I'm just, oh, I'm just so stressed out and I'm just going through so much. It's, it's nothing like that. It's just little things that might come up. Um, the other bad days will be, his insecurities his insecurities now trigger me a lot because it makes me feel like well if he's accusing me of something he must be doing something and i'm very verbal i'm very verbal um when these things come up i tell him like you know you do understand when you do this it makes me feel like this so you need to stop doing this so i cuz i don't want to feel like this and a lot of times it comes from nowhere on his end but i have to be verbal i have to be verbal and let him know where he's taking me with this. Um because it's still going to take time. It's still going to be work that has to be done. Um my trust, my trust is very important to me and so now he has to earn that trust back. So with earning it back, um there's there's just a lot of work that has to be done and I am not going to sugarcoat it. To him or anyone else, you know, when those times come up that I feel a certain type of way. So yes, we do have good days. We do have bad days. Um, But overall, they have been extremely, extremely good. Like I said, we've gotten even closer. We've learned a little bit more about each other. Um, what I do know is that we really, really genuinely, truly, truly love each other. And we both had passed um and a lot of that had, had on his end kind of spilled over into what we had going on because of his insecurities and just other things that were going on it really I had nothing to do with but um we're good we're actually actually good um I am happy. I am not unhappy. I am not stressed out. I am not angry. I am not mad. If any of those things were an issue for me, then I would have to do what I would have to do because the ultimate goal for me is for me to be happy. I'm not sacrificing my happiness for anybody. I'm not going to pretend I'm happy for anybody. So as far as me being happy, I'm happy. Um if I wasn't this would be a different episode and a different tone, but I forgave him. We are moving forward. It won't be 100%, you know, butterflies, rainbows, unicorns, hearts, kisses or anything like that. Um it's work. It's definitely definitely work. Um moving forward still work moving forward. We still have work to do. Um, what is going to play a major role for us is visitation. And I'm so excited for that, but we're just concentrating really on moving forward. The, the, um, the thoughts of what's going to happen when he comes home, you know, we're very um excited and anxious and all these different type of things. So the moving forward has definitely been very very positive. Um and that's how we try to keep it. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Like every day that we communicate, we do have a lot of positive affirmations um back and forth to each other. We really try to focus on Having a positive day, um, being very, very positive towards each other, being very loving towards each other, and that's how we move forward. We're just doing the best that we can do, and just trying to sit in our happiness and um, just communicate and continue to do the work on top of the fact to just be very verbal about when things bother uh, bother us, or you know, if we're feeling some type of way or anything like that. So. We're getting there. We're getting there. It is not all bad. It is not all bad at all. I still love my husband. I'm still happy with him. He still makes me smile. Um, the energy is amazing, you know, and and that's where our focus is. But yes, we do have good and bad days. Um, he does now have um, his insecurities seem to be heightened more since all this stuff happened. And again, it, it it makes me relive the trauma. So we, some days we do have to talk about it, but moving forward, we are doing amazing and we're going to continue to love on each other. We're going to continue to focus on the future. We're going to continue to uplift each other um, and we're going to continue to fight for Our marriage, our relationship, our friendship, our love, and everything. Because it's not just us involved. You know, he has a family. I have a family. My family loves him. His family loves me. So now people are involved. You know, people are involved, invested in um and what we have, and everybody wants to see us happy. So we are doing the best that we can given the situation by him being incarcerated. It is very, very hard. Um when things go wrong like that, because it's really nothing that you can actually do but communicate. But I promise communication is probably the best healing mechanism Um, because doing things and fixing things with, with material stuff or sexual stuff it's really just kind of like a band-aid over a gunshot wound the hard hard communication um that you have to put in the ugly things that you might have to say to being a 100 honest sometimes it hurts you know but that is how we move forward um and like I said, overall, we are really, really happy. Now, I will say in my last episode, the betrayal episode, I I was going to um comment some things about the exes and you know, direct some things towards them. But then I thought about it and said to myself, you know what? I don't do the drama, I don't do the messy. Um, I'm a grown ass woman, you know, and I try to move with grace 100% of the time. So me addressing people and things that are so irrelevant to me, it really wasn't going to do anything for me. Um, but at the time when I said it, I said it because I really wanted it to be known because I do know that some of them listen. I really wanted it to be known that I know you know i know the things that have been said i know who who he was communicating with um because all of that stuff had to come back up we had to talk about all of that all over again each individual person what this 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 we had to do all of that and so i decided at first i said i was going to address it and then i said no i mean it's it's pointless it's really pointless and it's not really the woman that i am it's quite petty it's quite messy um they have nothing to do with my, my situation, my relationship, or my marriage, um, period, point blank. Uh, I have nothing to prove. I'm not in a competition with absolutely anyone. So to address irrelevant situations and topics uh, stemming from people that he was with before, I gained nothing from it. The only thing that I am going to say is that I know my husband loves me. I love him. Um, We are very much in love and this man loves me to a point of uncomfortability. He's so in love that he's uncomfortable. He's so in love that it's a feeling that he doesn't really understand or doesn't really fully. He's never really felt it before. So, he gets mad sometimes about it. He gets angry sometimes about it because it's something he's never experienced. And for me, as an Aquarius, I can definitely 100% understand that because emotions make me uncomfortable. And he struggles with that a lot because he wasn't thinking it was gonna be like this. He didn't think he was gonna fall the way he fell. Neither did I. And so my only thing that I can say about that when it comes to what happened um you know months ago is that if he feels like that now (laughs) while he's incarcerated behind doors and walls and fences and gates when he comes home it's gonna be on a level that I can't even explain So when he comes home, this love that he's experiencing from far away is going to be so mind-blowing and amazing and breathtaking and, you know, such a wonderful feeling that I have no worries. (laughs) I have no worries whatsoever. I am 100% confident. Um... And who I am and what I bring to the table, um, meaning my heart, meaning my my soul, my spirit, not just material stuff or, you know, things like that, but just who I am. I'm extremely confident. um, And how happy my husband will be when he walks out of those doors and and, and comes home, we're going to have a very wonderful life. We are going to really, really live Um, uh, my husband really needs to live his life now. And I am so looking forward to doing that with him. But that is where we are now, guys. We are doing amazing. Um, Relationships have problems. Um, That was one of the things I really had to sit down and, and realize to myself is that, People who have been together for a very long time have experienced, um, trials and tribulations. Um, and it's the love, it's the love that wins. It's the love that gets you through. It's God that gets you through. You know, we prayed together a lot, um, to help us, to heal us, to get us past this because we did not want to not be with each other. And that was very powerful to me. So we're doing great. Um, And we're just trying to move forward and be our best selves to each other. And that is really all that I have, um, you know, for where we are now. Where we are now is in a great place. And I just want to thank you guys for tuning in and listening and subscribing and just really, really staying down with me. Oh, my God, my numbers have been going up even more. Over the past two months since I did the last episode, it's just amazing to see. Um, When I did my yearly wrap up with Spotify, they did tell me that I had listeners who would double back, would listen to an episode and listen to it again. And that was just amazing to me. And partly because I watch Coming to America every Saturday, I have for years. So for me for someone to continuously listen to me back to back like go back and listen it's the same feeling that I get from when I'm watching Coming to America like something about that movie continuously draws me in I love it it feels like I'm watching it for the first time it feels like I'm seeing stuff that I didn't see the last time all these years later so for someone to really enjoy something that I'm talking about or something that I'm giving them it is such such an amazing feeling um and I just want to thank you guys so much for that and that is all that I have for my where are we now segment um and again this is episode 20 part 2 of the season finale of season 2 Having a spouse incarcerated isn't easy. You go through a lot emotionally, mentally, and it can become a financial burden as well. Fed Up Wives is my nonprofit organization that's set to help wives and families of federal incarcerated inmates. We provide counseling, emotional support, and financial assistance for inmate phone calls, postal correspondence, visitation expenses, and back to school assistance. To contact us, Email fedupwives.org at gmail.com or call 404-543-8688. Now back to the show. Okay, so I want to kick off my yearly wrap up. This segment is just wholeheartedly going to be about everything um that has gone on within this podcast for the entire year some of my favorite moments um favorite interviews just different things like that but it's been one year guys since january the 9th it has been one year since i started wetlock chronicles podcast and it was just the idea honestly when my husband was in the midst of transferring um He was on a 24-hour lockdown and then by it still being COVID, he had to, you know, be in quarantine for 14 days and that period of time, like, I almost lost my mind because I was so used to talking to my husband every single day. Several times a day, even video chat. And for me to like not talk to him for over a month, I was just like, oh my God. And I just really started thinking about people never hear that side of the inmates' lives, the relationships that they're in, what their family goes through in times like these, not hearing from them, not knowing if they are okay. Um, and I just want, I felt like it was, it felt like it was something there. It was something there for me to talk about, you know, for, for me to put people on this journey with me and just know the day to day, um, that I go through with being in a relationship with someone incarcerated, you know, um, You hear about the inmates, you hear about the things that they go through, the, you know, inhumane things that they go through, the struggles that they go through, the mental struggles that they go through, the emotional struggles that they go through, but you never really tap into what the spouses go through. And when I was going through that, I said, I need to chronicalize this. I need to talk about this because... It's got to be people out here who going through the same thing, who understand this same feeling. And that's where it came from. I also wanted to put a positive spin on prison relationships. You know, you do hear a lot of the bad stories. I mean, hey, look what I just went through. You dear you do hear a lot of the negative. You hear a lot of the bad stories. Um you hear a lot of very unsuccessful um relationships when people come home. And I wanted to put a different spin on it because of my relationship. Although me and my husband have had up and downs, although we've had some pretty rocky patches, we love each other and it's, uh, um, it's an amazing love. Like, I feel like we have an amazing love story. Um, from how we even got in a relationship to even how we even know each other. Like we have an amazing story and we have a very, very strong bond and our love is just beautiful. And I wanted to share that side. I wanted to share the side of not just the ugly you know i've said before the house might be ugly on the outside but it's beautiful on the inside it might be a few cracks here and there bad plumbing from time to time but overall it's an amazing feeling Um, and I feel like I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones because yes, there are some people that really don't have good experiences when it comes to these relationships because of, you know, dealing with someone incarcerated, you really don't know what else they have going on. Just like they don't know what you have going on. On top of the fact, you know, you have a lot of opportunists that are incarcerated. You, you do have some horror stories, but I didn't want to tap into that. I wanted to tap into the, the love that I share with my husband. And on top of the fact, I wanted to share just my personal journey, the struggles that I go through, the things that I go through, um, as well as Coming with some real facts, you know, I didn't want to just talk about me and him. I also wanted to bring awareness to different things that go on um, inside the prison system as well. You know, at one point when my husband first got transferred, there was a huge um, fight that happened and all of the federal prisons were on lockdown. And it was almost like I became like a news person or something because people were really reaching out to me, asking me if I knew if this jail was the was the the restriction lifted, um, you know, cause they were on lockdown. Everybody was on complete lockdown and some people hadn't heard from their loved ones for a minute. Um, and me and my friend Amita just kind of went into overdrive and we were really like trying to be, a a voice a positive voice for people that was in the same shoes as I was you know worrying about if their loved one was okay so it was things like that that I was contributing to within this platform that really really kept me going it kept me going it pushed me through um and I knew at that point that I had to just keep telling this story I had to keep chronicalizing everything that was going on I have so many people that reach out to me via email, via DM, that just tell me like, hey, you know, I appreciate your podcast. Hey, I'm so glad I found somebody out here just like me. Hey, you know, a lot of the things that you talk about, you know, I've gone through that too. Or I'm going through that now. I never in a million years thought that people would reach out to me and say, I love what you're talking about It's helping me. I see the things that you going through is helping me. I went through this before, you know, we share the same story. Like, I never thought that I would actually be touching people in that way. And it's it's an amazing feeling, like, for me to just start off with, my side of the story and to trust me, me and my husband going to keep some content coming. (laughs) We we have enough crazy stuff going on at times, but to know that this is just not my story. This is just not my journey. This is things that other people are going through too. I just didn't think it was going to, be a topic or subject matter that people would really get into i really really didn't i just felt like this was something that i needed to tap into i felt like you know the voiceless needed to be heard um and and so people could understand what it feels like to be with someone incarcerated um the good the bad and the ugly so it's been an amazing year um how much have I learned within this process? I have learned a lot. I have learned a lot about love. I have learned a lot about relationships. I have learned about a lot about the prison system. Um, This has definitely pushed me in a direction where it has made me want to be very knowledgeable, even more knowledgeable than what, you know, the common facts that you hear on a regular basis on the news or that you Google, it has made me really, really want to get, um, deeper into the prison system, the inmates, you know, how do these things affect inmates and families and things like that? Um, I find myself buying law books. I find myself reading a lot of different laws. I find myself understanding even people, who are right now incarcerated um i'm finding myself understanding their side of the story even more now because the biggest one of the biggest lessons that i've learned is i can't judge by what is on paper when you see paper you're just really understanding a person in black and white but until you hear the story and really know what's going on i've learned to not judge by what i see on paper um i have had several encounters with people incarcerated that i talk to and what i read and what i end up learning is two different things and it just it's taught me so much about not being judgmental about getting to know the facts first um and just trying to be very well versed when I communicate these things, you know, I decided to read the constitution over. I decided to read the declaration of independence over like a lot of different things that I just thought I knew I didn't know. And I will have to give a thanks to my friend Demita because she definitely helped me learn a lot. Um, so i have learned a lot you know with about the legal system about relationships about communication about love just so much that i've learned even with people you know even with this podcast i have learned how to edit produce engineer my own podcasting i have learned so much about equipment and studio um studio things and I've learned so much. I've learned so much about what to say, what not to say, how to be politically correct. Um, I've learned how different things that you can put out there can be taken negatively negatively you have to watch what you say how you say it um especially when you are on these platforms you know i've learned how important it is to give a disclaimer to let people understand like these are just my opinions and you know are just let people know this might not be something that you want to hear you know discretion is advised i've learned so much stuff, technical, educational, emotional, um, doing this podcast. And again, a journey that I Did not anticipate being on for starters and didn't even understand or have an idea or a clue of what I was going to gain from it. Um, I have decided that I was going to take the LSAT test. Once I take that test, if I pass that test, I am going to go to law school because this has always been a passion for me. I always wanted to be a lawyer, I wanted to be a judge by the time I was 50. And it's amazing how things in your life come around full circle because I was going to school for criminal justice and I stopped after my dad passed away. I just couldn't get into it. Um, I was just very emotionally broken down. And here we come full circle. I end up getting into a relationship with someone incarcerated. And I was very apprehensive about that in the beginning because I knew emotionally what i went through with my dad and i didn't think i could handle having someone that i love being incarcerated and not know if they're okay and just the things that i dealt with with my father passing um while he was um incarcerated and incarcerated under the worst situation um having someone lie on him to be found out that it was a lie and then be too late Um, by the time the truth came out that he passed away i didn't think my heart could handle um having someone that i love in the prison system and it just came back full circle and with the strength that i got from that situation with my dad it made me stronger to be able to be in this relationship with my husband and even help my husband through a lot of things and be strong for him it also pushed me back into the direction of being in the legal system. you know being in the legal system doing you know criminal justice studies uh trying to be a lawyer oh, i still want to be a judge so i just decided you know with communicating with my cousin and my husband thinks that I am the smartest person in the world. And he's always pushing me and encouraging me to just go further and further and further and further. And with him, um, Kind of just sealing the deal on some things that me and my cousin was talking about I decided I was just gonna go for it. I was gonna take the lsat and see where I landed with that And that was going to determine what my next move would be So i'm super excited about that because this is something that I always really wanted to do growing up My dad always thought I would be an amazing lawyer. My mom has always told me the same thing so again everything that i've learned from this podcast um whether it was educational, whether it was emotional, you know, the legal side, it has definitely doubled back and everything has come full circle. And I'm really, really excited about it because I feel like I can achieve something that I wanted to do as a little girl, a passion that I've always had that I've always felt like I was good at. I never doubted myself when it came to the legal system. I probably could win a case right now if I put my mind to it. So I've learned a lot doing this podcast and I am very, very proud of myself um for it because it was so unexpected and the turnout um and the feedback I I never saw it coming um and I've come far I really have come so far I've come so far just as a woman I've actually grown um during this entire process, you guys have been on this journey with me. You have heard from my first episode to this episode. I've definitely gotten better. I'm more comfortable um, on the microphone. I don't say um as much. (laughs) I've been saying um a lot this episode because I'm really trying to really express how amazing this feeling is with this podcast and everything that it has done for me just in my life in in general. So I've learned a lot. I've come a long way. I'm extremely comfortable um, in talking about everything that's going on. My comfortability, you know, I kept getting, it kept opening up at per episode as episodes were going by and as you could tell, you know, I kind of start opening up a little bit more with like a lot of different personal things. And I wasn't really afraid to talk about it because I do know if my story can help somebody or, or you know, push somebody in the right direction, whatever they take from it, I know that I'm doing something right I'm naturally a humanitarian. I love people. I love to fight for people. I love to help people. Um, So if me telling my story is helping and aiding in any kind of way, whatever the way may be, it makes me feel very, very good. So that alone, I feel like I've come a long way. I've come a long way every time I get a DM or an email with someone that I do not know from another state or another country telling me how they love my podcast, telling me how they are so glad that they stumbled up on my podcast, or how, you know, we formed a sister. I formed a sisterhood with so many of you ladies out there that I don't even know just through this journey, just through me telling my truth, and helping you tell your truth. Because I do know that expressing that someone you love is incarcerated, it always comes with judgment and a negative look. And that was another thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to show how proud I was and hoping that I could push people to not be ashamed and talk about how proud they are and have no problem with saying this is who I'm with and this is who I, I love because this is your relationship. It belongs to no one else but you. So yes, I have come very, very far. Um, I have been loving this journey. And oh my gosh, the interviews, the interviews. I've, I tried to sit and think what was my favorite interview And I couldn't decide. I really couldn't decide because I love all my interviews. I love all my interviews because I am very, very blessed and honored that people took the time to actually talk to me and tell me their story, tell me the things that they were going through. You know, I respect time. I respect people's time. And so for people to even sit down and give me that That is just a wonderful feeling. So I can't really just say what was my actual favorite because I enjoy all my interviews. I will say um, I've had a few that impacted me more than others. Matthew Baker Jr. um, interview was everything to me. I mean, this young man is amazing. His spirit is just contagious to have someone young in a predicament that he's in and just have so much peace and strength within him it was just god like to me and i will say that i walked away with that like wow because this is a this is a person who is in the worst situation um and still have just a smile on his face and still be positive like I just kind of walked away like, girl, what kind of problems do you think you have? Like, it, it was just one of those moments. The interview with his mom was amazing, too. Um, His mom can pray, okay? His mom can pray, make your day turn upside down from a frown to a smile. And just to hear her express to me what she was getting from me, Her interview really solidified a lot for me because I was just speaking. I was just speaking. I was moving with the spirit. I was just saying what what my gut was telling me to say or my spirit was telling me to say. And for her to be touched by me, that really, really sealed the deal for me to definitely keep going. She definitely gave me a push when it came to using my platform to tell people's story to allow them to tell you myself the real and what they were going through she really pushed me in that direction um Oh my God. Like, like I said, it was just so many wonderful interviews. My interview with MC Shan, MC Shan is one of my favorite people in the world. He's a very close friend to me. Um, MC Shan is like a truth serum. You, you, you can't take him. If you can't take him, you are going to have to just put that serum down because he's going to tell it like it is the way it's supposed to be told. Um, And he's not trying to hurt your feelings. He's just telling you like it is. So to actually talk to him and have him express, you know, how he feels when it comes to the legal system, you know, being a person that's been an artist, you know, he's had his legal troubles, you know, he's dealt with entertainment, you know, he's not, She doesn't shy away from anything that he's ever gone through. Um, I was very, very honored to have him, you know, to just talk to me and talk about the things that he went through and just try to school my listeners on things as well when it comes to the legal system. But I was really honored for that. I mean, every interview that I have done has been great and I appreciate it because this is time. That some people really don't have. So I can't even really pinpoint. I can just say the things that really, you know, made a major impact for me. Um, Of course, you know, when I would have my friend Michelle on here, um, you know, talking about the things that she went through, like everything that I've talked about and brought people on to has been my favorite. I can't really pick. Um, My favorite episode update, I would definitely have to say is Ashley Morgan um, and Michelle. Ashley Morgan is now free um if you don't remember her story or if you're not familiar with her story you can just kind of go back in the episodes but it was ashley morgan and her boyfriend john kite who had a situation um in 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 regard to her daughter and to know that she's finally home she's free and I do know that you know she's going to advocate and do whatever she can for her boyfriend John Kite who is still incarcerated who I feel like got the raw end of the deal I feel like he is a hero I've said it then I'll say it again um, but her story is one of my favorite updates because everything that her mother fought for everything that she fought for even coming on this show um everything worked towards her coming home and to see you know that actually be something that really, really happened, you know, something that really, really happened, um, on my watch, not saying that I did anything, but on my watch, it's, it's, it's just amazing. Just like with Michelle, um, Michelle was facing life and, god just really moved in her life put some great people in her life and 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 uh, her story is just amazing for her to go from life um and and have already had did 13 years to going to a transitional center and this is when we was doing the little episodes and to now walk out and be free that also is one of my favorite updates because this is my personal friend this is my friend this is someone I hadn't seen in 13 years and when she came home and to be able to sit across the table from her um it was an amazing feeling like to watch a person that is free our feelings were different in what we shared but that was something that I just, I watched, I watched this actually happen. So definitely Michelle is you know one of my favorite updates because she's home she's free she's trying to do something positive um, with her life she's trying to help people to not get in a situation that she got into and I just think it's a blessing because to be in a situation where you were about to do life and it just looked like there was no hope and nothing was gonna ever happen god had a different plan and he turned it all around so i would definitely have to say um that is one of my favorite updates just like ashley um and i wish ashley the best i wish michelle the best i know that you know they're gonna definitely do some good out here um because they experienced some of the worst they experienced some of the worst and we're talking about People who are good people, but on paper, we're looking like something else. Um, and I'm just happy for that. I'm truly, truly happy for that. But that, those two ladies so far are my favorite updates. Now, if I could, you know, get Matthew Baker to be my next triumphant story, I would be so happy um, Christopher Bennett, I will be so happy. It is a list of people that I've gotten to know that I've talked to that. I really, really, you know, hope and pray that they do come home because they deserve it. Um, everything is not what you, what you see It's it's a lot that that has gone on in the, you know, in their lives and who, But those are my favorite episodes. Those are my favorite um, updated episodes. And again, like I say, I've come so far. I've come so far. I've learned so much. And it is all because of everybody listening out there. Everybody listening out there as every episode developed, as listeners kept listening, as subscribers kept subscribing, it kept me going. It kept me going. And that is all that I have for my wrap-up. <laughs> that is all that I have for my yearly wrap-up. I just want to thank you guys again for um, for tuning in. For tuning in. This is episode 20, part 2, season finale of season 2. Babe. What's up, baby? I love you. I love you, too. Okay, so now it is time to jump into... The Extra report. Yes, the updates on my husband So of course you guys already know the hot tea of the betrayal You guys already know that we are moving forward. We are in a great place We are doing the work Um to continue to maintain a healthy and happy relationship You guys already know we have our good days. We have our bad days, the love is amazing um he's happy i'm happy and he's definitely not the same person that i originally got into a relationship with i am definitely going to give him credit where credit is due um outside of you know what happened, and a couple of bad patches that we did have? He's definitely becoming a different man. Um, he's definitely maturing in a way that I can't really explain, I can't really put into words, but I can just tell you the conversation is different. Um, the dream is different. How he wants to live his life is different. The hunger um of just being a great dad a better dad a great husband um it's just different he's very eager he's he's very positive like my husband is very very positive believe it or not the man is extremely extremely positive and motivating um he's definitely done I'm gonna I'm not gonna say a 360, but I'm gonna give him more than a 180. He's definitely, definitely, definitely um changed a lot. He's grown up a lot, he's matured a lot. You know, you have to factor in the fact that before this time right here, um, that he's been incarcerated, he also did 15 years as a kid and came home um as an adult. So dealing with all of that, basically spending your whole majority of your teens and your 20s um, in jail, it did a major number on him. And I'm just, I'm really proud of him. I'm really proud of him because just even as his friend, even as his friend, I can tell you that he has grown. He is in a really, really good headspace. Um, He's definitely wanting so much more out of life than you know, than he talked about before. His goals are different, you know, I can't stress that enough, his goals and his dreams are different, like it. It trips me out sometimes when he tells me that he just wants to be regular. Like, I just want to come home and just watch movies, like just different things like that. My that he did not experience like he didn't. I mean, and to just do the simple things, the loving things, the couple things that's what he wants to do that's what he wants to do and a lot of it is him it's not me it's not me saying stuff and he's just agreeing with it or he's saying things that I want to hear it's all him it's really all him he is more loving than me (laughs) he is I'm not gonna say he's much positive than me because we're kind of equally yoked on that end but he is definitely way more loving than me. He's more loving than I even thought that he would ever be or I could ever imagine, um, especially knowing him and seeing him when he was out. Like I would have never thought that this kind of love would have come from him. And it is amazing feeling like he loves on me in a very, very, um, magnified way and it, it feels really good it, it really feels good and and a lot of that what I get from him and what he does for me is why what we have has been definitely worth us um fighting for especially on I can speak for myself I know he feels the same way but on my end um how he treats me and how he loves me is very very major it is a major major um key point for me but He's doing amazing. He's staying positive. He's still working. He's still working out every day. Um, We just got some really, really good news last week. He will be transferring to a camp and this will put him so much closer to home. I cannot wait. When I tell you I'm going to be there almost I'm going to be there every weekend. I'm going to be there every weekend to see my husband, especially if he's closer to home. Um I feel like that that's a bond that I can't wait to um begin to create, you know, the spending the time together how we we, the only way that we can, um, to continue to build what we have, you know, we have to work with what we have right now. And visitation is something that I said before is going to be very, very important for us. So I'm so excited that he's going to be close to home. That means that his kids can see him more, that means that his family can see him more um and he's really really excited for that he has been waiting to hear this news really since he got to the jail the prison but he's been waiting to hear this and i'm so happy um that he finally got that news it was the best birthday present i could have gotten so we are just waiting um for him to find out when it probably will be within the next two weeks i cannot wait we were supposed to do visitation for my birthday but um my best friend was going to come with me and we did not know that she actually had to be like scheduled on the list. Although she's on his visitation list, we didn't realize that she had to be scheduled. So because I was on the schedule and she wasn't on the schedule, we were going to ride together. Um, We just put it off. So it kind of sucked a little bit because I canceled my plans to go to Miami for my birthday to visit my husband. And then I had to cancel the plans to visit my husband. So, oh my god yeah it was kind of bad but I would have put Miami off 50 more times to see my husband that wasn't the issue and now um Valentine's Day weekend I'm supposed to go see him but it's a possibility he'll be transferring so it's up in the air but it will all be worth it when he transfers and I don't have to drive, but less than hopefully two hours to go see him. I am looking forward to that. He is looking forward to that. We talk about that every single day. I just can't wait for visitation. I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to touch you. I can't wait to hug you. Um, and he's really excited. He's really excited. He's really in a good place. Um, He's really remaining positive um, throughout everything. His emotions are good and he's just doing good. He's taking classes. He's doing everything that he needs to do to you know, make this make this time as best as he can and just hurry up and get home. The only issue <laughs> As I said before, he just struggles with his love for me. He struggles with how he feels. It's a really, really good feeling. And sometimes, you know, it can become very overwhelming. Sometimes you can feel like this person is too good to be true. Sometimes you can feel like I'm just waiting for the bottom to fall out because I know it has to. And then sometimes just because of what you're used to and relationships that you've had before it's very, very difficult different like my relationship with my husband is very different for him this kind of love is very different for him so he does struggle with it and he drives me crazy sometimes because sometimes he just be pulling shit out of nowhere to come up with stuff and it drives me crazy it really drives me crazy but then I have to sit back and just kind of realize like he is incarcerated the mind you know, we'll, we'll play tricks on you, you know, hey, devil, the, de, um, what is idle time, idle time, devil's playground, um, definitely plays a major part for people who are incarcerated, especially when they, um, are in relationships, you know, we're free out here, so you can only imagine what they think, it's hard to tell them anything else, so he does struggle at times, but, I love on him. I love on him um, to the point where I just try to make him understand that he has nothing to worry about. You know, I try to continue to um, reinforce this love that we have for each other, you know, and just I try to be the the positive for him as much as he tries to be the positive for me. So outside of all of that, he's doing amazing. He is very happy. He's ready to, you know, start this new chapter, you know, in this incarceration so that he can hurry up and get home. And. Of course, of course, I want to thank you guys so much for continuing to keep him in your prayers, continuing to keep him uplifted. Up He's needed it. I've needed it. Um, and we truly, truly appreciate you guys so much um, for that, for for all of it, for just listening to everything that has gone on with us Um And just rooting for him, you know, I get a lot of messages and people are asking about him and, you know, people want to interact with him. And I appreciate that. He's appreciate appreciates that gives him something to look forward to as well. So, yes, he's doing great. He's doing amazing. He's still handsome. He's still wonderful. Um, And again, just thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we're going to keep this um episode going. But hey. Episode 20, part two of the season finale of season two. Thank you guys again for listening. Now it is time for on a serious note today is going to be a dip, a bit different. Um, I have no facts to give you. I have no cool article to give you. I have no laws to talk about. Today, I just simply want to say thank you. Thank you to all my listeners. Thank you to everyone who passed the word on, who subscribed. Thank you to everyone that emailed me, that dm me, that continuously gave me nothing but positive affirmations thank you to everybody who actually got something from this journey that I'm on and made me feel a part of their journey as well thank you for all the donations you guys have no idea how much I appreciate it you know a, I, I have a nonprofit, and my main goal was to help others who are in the same situation as me. I realized on this journey that not everyone is in a financial place where they could spend hundreds and thousands of dollars like I did, you know, on the phone or sending books on a regular basis to my husband or just the everybody's not in a financial place that I have been and I am. Um, And on this journey, I really realized how expensive it really is to maintain um, someone who is incarcerated. It's really expensive to maintain a relationship with someone incarcerated. So as I was, you know, on this journey and and learning a lot of things and just seeing the things that I had to deal with and I was going through, it really made me want to give back. It really made me want to help. So this entire year doing this podcast, you know, not only was I on here sharing my journey, but I was also trying to make sure that people were able to still communicate with their loved ones as well. You know, putting stamps on people's um jpay so that they can communicate with their loved ones, giving paper stamps, um writing materials, you know, pens, paper, you know, donating things to help with corresponding with their loved ones. My ultimate goal, you know, for the near future is to do back to school drives. My ultimate goal for the near future is to help, you know, sponsor families during the holiday, help pay a few bills because it is very, 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 very hard to maintain a person who is incarcerated not just your your fiance your husband your boyfriend but just your family member it's expensive it's extremely expensive and not everybody has it like that you know it's very very hard to choose whether you want to feed your family or you want to make sure you know you have money on this phone so your kids can talk to their dad or you know they haven't seen their dad in two years and three years because you've had to pay bills You know, I really start realizing how important it is to have some kind of support, um, how expensive it could be to just simply correspond with your loved one. So the donations have definitely helped. They have definitely gone towards my nonprofit, Fed Up Wives, you know, to help families of incarcerated inmates. And I just want to thank you guys for that, because that was something that I really, really wanted to do. Like I said, I start even looking at my situation like, my God, like everybody can't just Put money like this on a phone. Everybody just can't, you know, do things like this. And as the years go on, you know, it gets more and more expensive because I don't care how much money you have put away. I don't care how much money, you know, that the your husband or whoever gave you to put, the money spends, the money spends. If nothing is coming in equal to that amount or just coming in at all, it can get very very hard and again the donations have been so important to me i just thank you guys for even supporting the cause and supporting you know something that now has become my life so i just want to thank you guys for that um the love and support that I have gotten from this podcast. I didn't think that it was going to be like this, you know, for me to have 6 7 different countries of listeners, so many states, so many cities. This is just truly truly a blessing. Um from somebody who just wanted to share their story for somebody who just got on the mic. <laughs> and felt like there was a need for this um and for it to actually become something I am truly blessed I'm truly blessed I am extremely humbled um to receive all this kind of love I know that I have fumbled the ball a few times when it came to you know um doing some of the episodes I know there was a lapse in recording um And I had a lot of personal things going on, not within my marriage or anything like that, but I had a lot of personal things going on in my life where I couldn't give the best of me and if i can't give the best of me i don't want to give at all i wasn't in a really good headspace because i had a lot of responsibilities that were thrown on me that had nothing to do with me but out of loyalty and out of love and just being the person that i am you know i'm a helper i try to be there for people i try to have people's backs and a lot of that backfired on me and it was just, it just put me in a bad headspace, and I couldn't give 100% of myself. So a lot of things around me, a lot of things in my personal life, um, I sacrificed, I put to the side, you know, because I just wasn't there and you guys still held me down. You guys still held me down. You guys still listen. My numbers kept climbing up even more. Um, from you guys listening you know when I did my yearly wrap up from Spotify as I said before it told me my listeners were very loyal my listeners doubled back my listeners would listen to episodes you know a few a few times and with my numbers growing it just made me feel really really good like gosh like you know they're listening. They're listening. You know, I got to get the content. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. So I thank you guys so much for, you know, motivating me and giving me that push and to continue listening. Even when I wasn't giving you what I needed to give you, you guys still were there. And I thank you so much. Like, I really, really do. The love is so appreciated. And I'm going to continue to give that same love back. I'm going to continue to tell my story. As crazy as it may get, as hard as it may get, I'm going to continue to tell my story. I'm going to continue this journey. um, And I just pray you guys continue to stay on this journey with me. I love what I'm doing. I have so many... um, so many more things in store that i want to do as the uh, as more seasons come um i'm just i'm excited i'm just excited i'm happy season three is coming i have so many wonderful things in play for that but overall just a simple thank you just a simple thank you to everyone who has listened um I'm really trying to turn this podcast into something you know I know it takes a couple of years I've heard so many successful stories uh, from podcasters who have put in three four years you know before they've gotten the big endorsements and before they've gotten the big sponsorships and it is definitely work it's work that I'm willing to put in because again I'm I hope that my story is helping other people out there, whether it's my story, whether it's some facts I give, whether it's somebody I'm advocating for, uh, talking about what's going on with them, using my platform to tell different stories. Like, I definitely, definitely um, have some big plans for this podcast and I'm going to keep going. And I just thank you guys for being on this journey with me. I can't say enough. Like I said, this segment was simply just to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for not judging. <laughs> thank you for listening and understanding. Thank you for being true to yourself in your situation. Just thank you. Just thank you. Simply, simply thank you. And That's all I have for on a serious note, guys. Like seriously, I am so in awe of all of you. I hope you guys continue to listen. I hope you guys continue to spread the word. Um, As I said in my very first episode, I will get better. I will continue to bring you great content. I will continue to keep you entertained. That is for sure with my relationship. I'm gonna stay with some content, <laughs> but I will continue to give you my very best. And I promise I am going to take a page out of some of these professional actresses and entertainers and performers people of the arts because they can just turn on what they need to turn on and put their personal to the side I am working on it but I am such a realist I am so true to who I am I am not a fake person if you talk to me in my face my face is gonna speak to you before the words come out my mouth so I don't know how right now (laughs) to filter and just turn it on when it needs to be turned on and turn it off when it needs to be turned off I'm 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 going work I'm work I'm working I'm working um it's it's a process and, and I'm trying to get to that point so again I do appreciate you guys for just hanging in there and just continuing to listen when I wasn't dropping the episodes that will never happen again um because I've learned my lesson. I've learned a lot of lessons within this um this these past couple of months of these things that I went through. But I will say this for me, for me. All you guys out there, take care of each other, love on each other, love your family, love your friends. Um pay it forward, you know, pay it forward. Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. One of the biggest, biggest lessons that I've learned in my life that my aunt taught me very, very early um, as I was growing up. Be good to people. Be good to people. Appreciate those who have been there for you. Appreciate those who sacrificed for you. Um, And when you do have the opportunity to give back, no matter what, do the right thing and give back even if it's just a thank you, even if it's a hug, whatever it is, don't watch people sacrifice for you and not do it in return. The worst feeling in the world, the absolute worst feeling in the world. So I just encourage all you out there to just be good to one another, love on one another, check on your strong friends as they say check on your strong friends because sometimes your strong friends are holding everybody up and they have no one to lean on themselves. So make sure you check on your strong friends, make sure you appreciate one another. Um, and like I said, just be good to each other, be good to each other. And again, guys, thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, for subscribing, um, for positive feedback, for everything that you have done to get me this far in this podcast, I appreciate you guys so much. Mwah. Quick update, guys. Season three is coming March 2023. I don't have an actual date, but it will be in March. I am giving myself some time. Um to put some things together i have some amazing ideas that i want to execute so oh excuse me so march march will be when season three starts um a lot of restructuring it's going to be a new sound i'm really putting a lot into season three um because it's time it's time it's just like every it's just like any other um, episode, any other TV series, any other movies, you know, you you start at one place and you got to keep leveling up. You got to keep elevating your sound, your look and everything. And that's what I'm working on. So I'm really excited about that. I owe you guys that. Um, you guys have stuck in with me from day one. So I'm just excited to keep growing with you guys. So yes, yeah, season three is going to be amazing. I'm working on some great things. I'm also working on the visual side. I'm definitely going to start doing episodes um, live. I know I said I was going to do it in season two, but I wasn't quite there yet. Um, I had some a few things that I wanted to fine tune before I could move to that level. So again, season three is going to be dope. It's just going to be a lot of new things, a lot of new sound, new structure, everything. Um, same journey, same journey. Um... But just just better. We're just going to do it better. We're, gonna, we're just going to be a little sexy with it. We're going to do it a little bit better. Um, promoting your brand. If you want to promote your brand, promote your business, you can email me at wetlockchroniclespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I, we could talk about pricing, packages, whatever. If you want to brand your business, um, do sponsorship, whatever you want to do. Email me at wetlock at gmail.com. If you want to continue to donate, if you want to donate or support this podcast, you can cash out wetlock chronicles. If you want to buy lunch, coffee, you know, i turn down no Starbucks. If you want to donate, you can cash out. Um, and this this is this is if you guys want to. If you guys want to do that, please, please. Definitely donations I accept because I am trying to continue to give back from all the love um, that you guys give me. I'm trying to give back and help other people stay in communication with their loved ones who are incarcerated. So again, if you want to donate, support, anything, you can cash out Wet Lock Chronicles. Links to the Patreon, which I am going to have to do a lot of restructuring to pay, Patreon as well. But Patreon is just a visual side of the podcast. Everything that I talk about will be on Patreon. Links, pictures, articles, everything will be on Patreon. Um, you have to have a membership um, on Patreon. I have three-tier membership. The highest membership you get merch every three months so you get free merch every three months but we do I do have a five dollar membership um but you do have to subscribe to to get onto patreon but it will be a lot of exclusive things on there exclusive content on there a lot of different interviews will be on there things that you won't see are here on the normal podcast will be on patreon there is a link to the YouTube channel when I get more into the visual. There is a link to the YouTube channel that's on the um Instagram, um, Instagram page, Wetlock Chronicles Podcast, the, the Instagram for the podcast. The link is in the bio. Again, once I get more into the visual, I will definitely start uploading um episodes for you to actually watch so be looking out for that as well um all of the social media platforms you know wetlock chronicles podcast facebook instagram i have twitter i really don't tweet but i do have twitter um patreon email and please please if you are listening on the apple platform please take some time to rate ratings are so important to podcasting please make sure that you rate four stars would be great but hey if you feel like it's a one star you can do that too if you're listening through the spotify platform or the anchor platform you can also leave voicemails you can um leave comments for each episode to interact with myself or other people i want to try to um do better at that this season coming up. I want to do better at communicating and feedback and ratings, um, with you guys. So just try it out. Um, like I said, if you're listening to Apple or Spotify, you'll see where you can comment, where you can leave messages, where you can rate or whatever. I will really, really appreciate the ratings, um, for the podcast It's really, really important guys. So That is all that I have. That's all that I have for the updates. Again, guys, please be good to each other. Please enjoy this new year. This is a new year, 2023. Let's put away whatever negativity we had in 2022. Um, Start from fresh, start from scratch. This is going to be an amazing year. My prayers, my love is with all of you guys out there. Thank you so much. For tuning in to Wetlock Chronicles podcast. This is the season finale of season two. We made it through two seasons. Oh my God. It has been a wonderful, wonderful year with you guys. Thank you so much. I love you guys so much. Mwah. You can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Anchor FM, or wherever you get your podcast. Please be sure to follow this podcast on Facebook and Instagram under Wetlock Chronicles Podcast, Twitter, Wetlock Podcast, Patreon, Wetlock Chronicles Podcast, and you can email Wetlock Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. Babe, if you hang up on me. <laughs> Babe, I love you, baby. Here, Bang, you better not hang up on me. Alright, tell me what you were going to say then. I was going to tell you that I love you. I love you too, baby. And have a great night, okay? Mm, okay. Bang. Yeah. Alright. <laughs>